For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. The letters of the Bible. We're in Romans chapter 14. We left off in the middle of Romans chapter 14 because we had a lot to say about the first part, which of course we know has to do with the food we eat. Paul's going to continue talking about it um, as we go forward, but he's going to be telling us about how we're supposed to act as believers, okay? So we use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. Let's get to Romans chapter 14, and we're going to pick it up in verse 14. Now, you've got to understand Paul is talking to the Romans, and he wants them to understand the difference between the Jews and the Romans in their thinking. The Romans don't think like the Jews do. The Jews think that, according to the law, if you eat certain animals, you will be kicked out of the kingdom of heaven. God won't have anything to do with you. You won't go to heaven. You won't be with God because it's against your soul, you see. But Paul is trying to explain to the Romans, listen, there's going to be Jews in Rome, and they are still going to believe or go with the law according to what the way it is, even though Jesus did away with that rituals and stuff so it's only through Jesus that we get into the kingdom of heaven, not through keeping some laws that God had given to Israel. But you're still going to have people that are going to be and believe that and follow that. So Paul wants to tell the Roman Christians, listen, understand how you're supposed to act as a Christian you're supposed to show what? Love. One of the fruits of the Spirit of God. So verse 14 says, I know, and this is Paul speaking, and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus Christ that there is nothing unclean of itself. So what Paul is saying is that it's not only that he knows this, but Jesus, when he was talking to him, because he told us, you know, in the Bible, it tells us that Jesus had taught Paul personally, spent time with him, which is an amazing thing. But Jesus spent time with Paul, and so this is one of the things that Jesus spent time with Paul telling him, because why? Because Paul was a Jew, and he believed in the law, and he believed in all that, so he needed Paul to understand about unclean stuff. So, 
Paul is saying that there is nothing unclean of itself. So what Paul is saying is that there's nothing you can eat that's going to be able to affect your soul and your relationship with God. That's what Jesus was telling Paul. It doesn't matter what you eat. God doesn't care what you eat with your relationship with him. So if you eat pork or you eat shrimp or you eat any of that stuff, that's not going to stop you from having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That's what Paul's talking about. What he's not talking about is he's not saying that eating pork and shrimp and lobster and clams and whatever else you want to eat, horse or whatever, rats or whatever things people eat, squirrels, eh, rabbits, that kind of stuff, that Paul is not saying that they're, oh, it's okay, they're healthy for you now. That's not what Paul is saying. God made Israel a list of things that were bad for the body. And he put it in a ritual so that they wouldn't eat it because if they did, they would have been disconnected from his blessings in Israel. That was then, and that's why he called it unclean. But it ain't changed. The food is still bad for you. And so Paul isn't saying, go ahead and eat it. It's okay to eat the bad food. That's not what Paul's talking about. He's talking about the the relationship of the law with the food and getting into the kingdom of heaven. So understand, that's what Paul is saying. So there is no food that is going to keep you out of the kingdom of heaven as a believer. All right? So these Romans, they would eat pork or whatever they wanted to eat. And guess what? Uh, they wanted to eat it. That was fine. You know, that, that was fine. It wasn't going to keep them from God. But to him, now this is the important part, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. So Paul is saying, that, listen, you're not going to get disconnected from God because you are a believer if you eat pork, you know, just because you eat pork. But if you eat pork and you think it's not good as far as it'll disconnect you from God, meaning that you're still kind of following the law like the Jews did, then guess what? If you believe that it's not good for you as far as connecting you to God and it's unclean for your soul, then you better not eat it. That's what Paul is saying. So it is unclean. So if you believe it is, then it is. And it, and it can. So you better not eat pork if you think that it's going to disconnect you from God. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. So what is, um, what is Paul saying? So the Romans, you know, they didn't have any hang-up with pork. 
disconnecting them. So they would eat the bad stuff, you know, whatever. They ate rats or rabbits or pork or lobsters or whatever they ate. And, and or catfish or whatever nonsense. Um, and, and so the Romans didn't care what they ate. Food was food. You know, if it was, if it was food, it was good. You know, they ate it. If it was prepared, they ate it. You know, if it wasn't poison or something, obviously. Um, but what they're saying, Paul is telling the Romans, listen, you want to eat that stuff, that's fine. Eat that stuff. It's not going to disconnect you from God. It's not going to affect your soul. But if you're around fellow believers and they think that it disconnects you from God, that it affects your soul, then what Paul is saying, be charitable. Use love, which is the, uh, one of the gifts of the Spirit, and he continues and he says, destroy not him with your meat for whom Christ died. So Christ died for that person, that Jew that is a believer, believes in Jesus. Jesus died for that person, but they're connected with the unclean laws and they believe it affects their soul, so they don't want to eat it. And, and then they see you eating it, and so then they get, it bothers them because they they really believe that it affects their soul. So Paul is saying, don't offend them. Don't bother them. Just don't eat it. Okay? Don't offer them that, you know, they don't want to eat pork because it's going to affect their soul, that don't offer them pork, for goodness sake. You know? Let not then your good be evil spoken of. So, what Paul is saying is that food isn't going to disconnect you from, from God, but the Jews, they're going to start um, saying bad things about you because you're eating these bad foods. And they believe that it disconnects you from God, even though it doesn't. That's okay. See, that's the way we're supposed to do things. We're supposed to do it in love. We're not supposed to throw things in people's faces and stuff. This is not saying, Paul is not saying, because we know today the reason for the unclean laws was that these foods are bad for you. They're scavengers. They're vacuum cleaners of the earth. They're, they have all the toxins still in their bodies. They're not good foods. So people, when they eat them, over and over again, it's bad for the body. So Paul is not saying it's okay to eat them, that they're good for the body. He's not saying nothing like that. So we know today, the Romans didn't know that, but we know that today. We know. Science has told us they don't serve you pork at hospitals for a reason. <laughs> why is it they don't serve pork at hospitals? Hmm, wonder why. Well, the reason is because it's toxic. And when you're trying to get well, you don't want to eat the toxins, okay? So it's bad for you. It has nothing to do with your soul. You choose not to eat that stuff because it's bad for the body, okay? For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So there you go. So Paul is letting you know, listen, don't be putting people into bondage. You can't eat this, you can't eat that because God's going to turn against you and all this stuff. 
Don't be doing that. Hey, if somebody wants to eat it, let them eat it. Peace, joy, love. That's what we're supposed to be about, helping others and the brethren in the spirit of God. For he that in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. So guess what? Paul is letting us know there's a difference between Jesus and God. So see, you can look through all through the Bible and you can find the differences. See, you're a servant of Jesus because Jesus is our shepherd and we serve him, absolutely, and we are acceptable to God. Because we're doing what Jesus wants us to do. Jesus showed us what to do. Don't think that Jesus went around eating pork with the Jews or any of the other stuff that the law says don't eat. He did not eat any of that stuff. Neither did Peter or any of the disciples. But you will be approved of men. Men will accept you. This is talking about fellow believers, by the way. Not putting down in the regular world, too, you know. You're not supposed to go to the regular world and tell them you can't eat pork and you can't eat lobster and you can't eat shrimp. You know, that's bad. God doesn't want you to do that. That's what I'm talking about. God's going to curse you or you're going to go to hell or whatever. You're not supposed to do that. That's not what a believer does, okay? For he, he um, 19, let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace. Okay, so there you go. Don't make fighting and arguing and discussing things that upset others. Let them do what they do and you do what you do. Don't force people to do what you do just because you think what you're doing is right. And things wherewith one may edify another. So we're there to help each other, to work with each other, to build each other up, to help each other to grow spiritually. That doesn't mean that we're not there to correct each other when we're doing something wrong. That's all part of edification. But this is talking about something entirely different. It's talking about the Jews connected to the Romans and they see them, and it bothers them, and they believe it's not good, and it's unclean, and God's not going to take them into heaven if they eat it, and so, guess what? We're not, we don't want to do that with people. For meat destroy us not the work of God. That's right. It doesn't matter what you eat. You can eat all you want, what you want, kind of stuff that you want, it's not going to destroy the work of God. What you've done for God is not going to be destroyed, and that's what I told you it meant. It's talking about the separation of God. So if you eat some pork, God isn't going to stop talking to you. The Holy Spirit's not going to leave you. If you want to eat the pork, go ahead and eat the pork. It's just not good for your body. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. So, guess what? If you eat pork and you eat it in front of a person that believes that that's not, that should not be eaten because it's um, bad in God's eyes for you to eat that, 
concerning your soul, that you're going to be unclean if you eat that pork in God's eyes, but you eat the pork anyway, even though you could have eaten the pork, but because of the actions, throwing it in the other person's face and bothering them, then guess what? That's evil. That's a sin. So don't do that. We're supposed to walk in love and with the peace and joy that the Holy Spirit gives us. It is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak. Wine is also added in here because they did that a lot in those days. Um, And you'll find there's uh, churches that teach today that you're not supposed to drink wine, you know. And they believe you're not supposed to drink wine. God says you're not supposed to drink wine. You can't be connected to him. So don't be drinking wine. Don't offer them wine, um, those types of believers. Let them believe what they want to believe. That's fine because um, you harm them when you try to argue with them or cause trouble with them. And so, you know, just because they say Jesus didn't drink wine doesn't mean that the Bible says that. So let them believe what they want to believe. That's fine. Um, You know, and don't offend them. 22. Has thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. So what Paul is saying is, hey, you know you can drink wine if you want to drink wine. Go ahead and drink it. That's between you and God, but don't drink it in front of other people to throw it in their face or to cause trouble or to bother them. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. So what Paul is saying, don't get yourself in trouble with God by something that you are able to take part in because of your actions towards a brethren. So it's about love and about the brethren. And he that doubteth is, and the word is condemned, it's not damned, by the way, condemned. And he that doubteth is condemned if he eat. So guess what? If you think that this disconnects you from God and it affects your soul and you eat it, huh, guess what? Um you're condemned, you're sinning, because you really believe that this disconnects you from God. Because he eateth not of faith, for whosoever is not of faith, whatsoever is not of faith, is sin. So this is talking about the laws, the unclean laws that the Jews, they were inundated with them back in those days, and they had to have, they couldn't eat this, they couldn't touch this, they couldn't do this, and it all had to do with health. But God made it back then having to do with the law to keep them in line. And so in the Roman times, the Jews still believed those unclean laws and stuff like that. And so um, the, the Jews that became believers still some of them kept the law, which you find is a problem that Paul has had throughout the Bible. It shows you the different things, different times the Jews come and, you know, there's believers and they talk about, you know, what you're not supposed to eat and they're 
thinking it's unclean and that, uh, you know, it affects your soul. And they don't have the faith to believe that, no, that isn't how you get to heaven. It doesn't matter what you eat. That's not going to get you to heaven. It's only through Jesus Christ. And so they don't have the faith. That means they have sin because they're not believing in Jesus Christ. And so guess what? They have a problem. So Paul's whole point in Romans 14 here is to love the brethren and not argue and fight over foods. But his point is not that, you know, if you find out food is bad for the body, you know, don't eat it. God knew what was bad for the body back way, he's always known. And he told them, and that's why he said that. So Paul isn't saying, go ahead and eat pork. It's okay with God. You know, just bless it and it's fine. I've heard them say that. But guess what? That isn't what Paul is saying. No, it's not okay to eat food that's bad for your body, speaking health-wise. Not your soul, but health-wise. So remember, when you're sick, look at the food you're eating, and if you're eating foods that are bad for you, then guess what? That's why you're sick. So blessing it ain't going to help it and change it into something good. The only time that blessing food um, turns it into something that's helpful for you is, let's say, that you're eating somewhere and you didn't prepare the food and you don't know everything that's in the food and you bless the food and ask God to take out anything that might be in that food that you know is unhealthy for you and to take away all the bad stuff so that you're just eating healthy stuff. And God will take care of it that way for you. But other than that, that's what it has to do with. And that completes the study. Till next time, the letters of the Bible. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.